you know, there's been a shift in the nation. And um, I've just come back from the World Prayer Conference where I had the honor to minister. You know, so many nations were, were there and, um, you know, there's right across the globe, people were, of prayer, were, were being a part of, of what God was doing. Yeah? And um, the week before that was last Sunday. I feel like I've been away for a month. So much is happening in such little time right now. There's amazing things happening. And um, the week before that, I actually um, was at Jubilee. Uh, not at Jubilee. I was at uh, Rivers Apostolic Centre in Brisbane where we celebrated 50 years of ministry for Pastor Rory Jensen, which was just such an honour to be there. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the, how the Lord had, it just keeps on ringing in my heart. The time of showing you favour has come. And uh, the Jubilee's heading, is this Scott here? Not today? Okay, and Scott turned 50 this. Let's give him a cheer and a clap. He was unable to be with us today, but ha, 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 ha. We've entered into this season of favour. The church, you see, the word precedes us and we, there's going to be stuff happening, but what we need to understand is that, that the time of showing the church favour has come. In whatever our, our positions, whatever our callings, whatever our giftings, you know, whatever God is, it has planned in His heart for us to do and a place where He wants us to be, the time of showing you favour has come. Amen? And I believe that we're going to be seeing unprecedented moves of God in ways that just stun us. While I was there in one session um, in worship, I saw the Lord's arms stretched out uh, wide and I saw nations running into his arms. Yeah, Nations running into him. And then I saw um, natural fathers, you know, us guys and mothers, because it's not you know, it's, it's 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 fathers and mothers. It's the it's a call, <laughs> um, and I saw sons and daughters running into their arms. Yeah, God is God is bringing the nations. He's rising up sons and daughters. He's the sons and daughters are looking for fathers and mothers, but God is calling them. Amen. It's keeping ear. It's keeping sort of like in, in everything that I heard was such so in keeping in what the Lord showed me um, at the beginning of the year for what this year was going to be about, and um, and I believe that this year is going to be marked by a hunger for Jesus like never before. Yeah. By a hunger for Jesus. And as we step into that grace that's being poured out, yeah, that hunger that he actually stirs on the inside of him. You see, James tells us that 
that the Spirit whom He has caused to live in you yearns to be welcome with a jealous love. So He yearns to be welcome. Amen. He also tells us that, that, that He gives grace. He gives more, 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 more power to those that are humble enough to receive it. In other words, those that know that they actually need God. Yeah? Any, anybody need God here? Amen. But this is, this is just so exciting because His grace, you know, where sin abounds, we're going to see sin abound. But He says grace abounds much more. He says He gives more grace, more power of the Holy Spirit to those that are humble enough to know that they need it and humble enough to receive it. It's a good word. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For His plans are so much greater than our plans. And what we think might satisfy, you know what? It will not satisfy. It will only the things that we can go for in the flesh, we go for them because we think they're going to satisfy. But God wants us to know, hey, it's not going to satisfy. It's just going to cause more dissatisfaction when you realise that what you thought was going to satisfy you doesn't satisfy you. It just causes more dissatisfaction. Houses, lands, you know, all the stuff that the kids are going for these days. Well, I declare that our youth are running into Jesus like never before. This is a generation that will be marked for the hunger of God. Oh, hallelujah. You see, what I'm declaring out and what I'm saying out here right now, I believe that God is bringing it to pass. And if you receive it, you'll receive a hunger for Jesus like you've never had before. And as you start to concentrate on that horizontal relationship with Jesus, you're going to find that everything else is totally, massively affected by your focus on Him. The relationships that you're concerned about, the jobs that you're concerned about, the stuff that you're concerned about, amen, will just fall into line as your focus is on Him. You will see unprecedented examples of the favour of God on your life. Not through your striving, Not through your trying, but simply because you are seeking first the kingdom of God and His way of doing and His way of being right. And they are just being added to you so that they equip you for what He has called you to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love that this drawing of the Spirit is happening amongst the younger generation. Amen. Our young people need great grace and great encounters with Jesus to stand against the flood of darkness hitting this generation. Every one of us do. We're all in this generation. But you know this, they're going for our kids, guys. I said the enemy's going for our kids. He's going for their identity. I mean, we've got to a place where they're so confused they don't even know what gender they are. 
I'll just declare that God told you, your father and mother told you the day you were born. I'm just slipping it in until maybe you're not going to be able to say that one day. I don't know. Maybe you can't say it now. I don't know that either. But I think it's about time we opened our mouth and spoke the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone say, Hallelujah. Let the confusion go. Do you know that the devil's the author of confusion? And he's after the kids. So we're going to concentrate a little bit on them. But remember, wow. God is marking our hearts. He is marking their hearts and giving them encounters with him. And he's giving you more. So don't try to run away. You're going to get it anyway. We've been praying too hard. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God is marking our hearts, giving us encounters in such a way that the spirit of the world won't seduce this generation. I'm declaring it right now in the name of Jesus. I'm declaring that right now in Jesus' name. Will you give me an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The spirit of the world will not seduce this, this generation. They will be a company of set apart lovers of Jesus and be forever impacted by those encounters. I'm declaring it over you young people right now. As a matter of fact, tonight I'll do an announcement in the middle of it because I'm reminded of it. There's a, there's a worship um, night for young adults and older youth. Now, young adults, is, I'll, I'll draw a line there, under 30, at least under 30, okay? Um, because they need some spaces that God's creating for them. Amen. Our friends um, Julie and Phil Oldfield are hosting a group of young people who started to, to, to uh, Julie and Phil Oldfield at C3 Tugra at 7 o'clock tonight. So this is an announcement in the middle of it. They're hosting a young group of people that started to gather in Sydney began to just call them one body themselves one body worship they started with 15 young adults and now that's grown to a 260 to 300 every time they get together monthly they're coming up to c3 tonight tagra and uh, it's a part of our um, regional prayer our one church initiative on the coast the region and so all our young people are invited our young adults and older youth to go there Okay, so, and have a wonderful night at 7 o'clock tonight, just praising God. You're going to have an encounter with the love of God tonight. Amen. And, um, oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Just worship and testimonies. But He's stirring, He's wooing the hearts of God's people. Amen. And blessing us. Just lift your hands. I'm just blessing you with a hunger for Him like never before. Amen. That you no longer hunger for those things that, wow, rust and moth destroy the stuff. But it's Him. It's Him. It's Him. Thank you, Jesus. It's all Him. In Acts 2, verse 17 to 19, this is the Word of God. This is the promise of God. Receive it like God's speaking to you this morning. 
This is what I will do in the last days. Can anyone give me a wave if they think we're in the last days? How exciting. Don't dread it. You're ready for it. Turn to someone and say, you're ready. Turn to someone else and say, I was born ready. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Someone say, I was born ready. Ooh. <laughs> this is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons. I'm in Acts 2, 17 to 19, the Passion Translation. Your sons and daughters to prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. You see, it's generational. It's generational. Visions and dreams. Anyone want some visions and dreams? Well, why don't you just lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive. I want some godly dreams and visions. Amen. No more terrors in the night watches. Who's been having terrors and bad dreams in the night? Stand up real quick. Stand up real quick. Hey. Hey. Okay. Well, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over your dream life. We take authority over your dreams of the night time and the night watches. And Father, we declare right now peace. Peace in Jesus' name. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Lord, your word says that you give your beloved sweet sleep. So we declare sweet sleep over you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus, no more terror in the night. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now let me encourage you who are standing to expect to have sweet sleep. Don't go to bed tonight wondering if you will or if you won't. The Lord's spoken over you this morning. There's a word of knowledge that's gone out and the power to produce what He has said is there to bring it to pass with your yes. So don't go to bed with confident expectations of sweet sleep. In Jesus' name. Amen. For greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, you can sit down. Let's go back to that scripture. Acts 2, we'll start from the beginning. This is what I will do in the last days. Who's going to do it? He's going to do it. He's doing it. He's doing it right now. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon my servants, men and women alike. Girls, we get to go there. That's good. Women's alike and they will prophesy. I will reveal. They will prophesy. Glory to God. They will prophesy. Bless the Lord. And I will reveal startling signs and wonders. Wow, come on. Startling signs and wonders. Amen. In the sky above and mighty miracles on the earth below. Blood and fire and pillars of clouds will appear. This is what we are. We, we, we are. This is us. He says, this is what's going to happen. When sin abounds, the more sin abounds, guess what? The miracles are just going to become more prolific. Mighty, mighty miracles will take place. Amen. He will perform signs and wonders. Because the, the worse it gets, the greater we see a display of God. 
I'm believing that fear is being flushed out of this generation right now as I'm speaking because He's greater in every season. You know, the children of Israel, when they got to the, when they got to the Red Sea, well, it would have looked like they were doomed, wouldn't it? The enemy's behind them and there they go. So what does He do? The bigger the problem, the greater the miracle. He splits the sea open for them. It's the same God that we serve today. I said, it's the same God that we serve today, guys. Got an amen and a glory to God happening up there. <laughs> Woo! You see, this is an invitation and a promise to everybody, this word. This move of God is totally inclusive that we're having. For the last four days, the nations were together praying. And in their heart, in every nation, was a move of God for my nation. A move of God for my nation. Amen? God's moving. Hallelujah. This move of God is totally inclusive. Generations running together. All together. All together and the suddenlies appear. Let's be together. Guys, let's be together. I want to go to Isaiah 55. Is anyone thirsty in the house? Oh, hallelujah. Well, if you're thirsty, you qualify. And if you're not thirsty, you still qualify because ask Him to help you get thirsty. Amen. <laughs> you know, when your body is thirsty, it's dehydrated, guess what? It desires water. It needs water. Yeah? Well, our spirit needs water too. Yeah? We need to drink of the spirit. It says, Isaiah 55, 1 to 3, says, I'm reading out the Amplified Classic. Wait and listen, everyone who is thirsty. You know, waiting's, you know, it, listen, if you're going to listen, you need to wait. We need to, we need to, we need to wait to hear God. Instead of going into damage control and maintenance, we need to wait to hear God. Everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters and he who has no money. Oh, don't even need money. Come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy priceless spiritual wine and milk without money and without price. But listen to what it, what it does require. Simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. What does that mean? Self-surrender. Deny self. Deny yourself. There's a good word right there. Deny your flesh. 
deny your own rights and your own ways. Deny your self-seeking. How do I get this stuff that's priceless, stuff that I can't pay for, that, that no, I haven't got enough to actually... <laughs> I can't even express it with my own words, but the words of the Spirit. How do I acquire what, what I really need without even knowing what it really is I need? He knows what you need. So sometimes we just got to, well, all the time. Let's just do it all the time, being as we're born of God. Let's surrender self. Yeah? Because there's far greater awaiting for those that will surrender their own self. Amen? Their own wants, their own needs. Without money, without price, simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your earnings for what does not satisfy? Hearken diligently to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in the fatness, the profuseness of spiritual joy. You know, I remember as a kid, because the Holy Spirit's bringing it to remembrance right now. Year after year at Christmas, I used to get so excited about Christmas. Like, you know, anyone get excited about Christmas? As a kid, you, all you're waiting for really is that Christmas tree. And I used to love the cousins. I used to love that when our cousins, all the cousins would be together at Christmas. And, um, <laughs> although we had to be careful because we had a cousin that used to wield a cricket bat and nearly knocked one of our cousins out one, one year because everyone played cricket at Christmas, right? So, yeah. <laughs> hey. But I used to get so excited about Christmas. But do you know, every year when Christmas was over, there was something that still not satisfied and that sounds you know like gifts we were we were blessed as children at Christmas our family knew how to celebrate Christmas oh. but you know there was always a hunger after the big meal there was always a something that couldn't satisfy wasn't satisfied you know the first Christmas when I was born again This is what satisfies. His name is Jesus. Amen. The carols came alive. Everything came alive. Amen. Amen. The money was always spent on that which did never satisfy. The hunger for being satisfied just grew and grew until I met him. Until I encountered him. Hallelujah. Same, same, even now. Hearken diligently to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in the profuseness of spiritual joy. 
joy unspeakable and full of glory. That I can be full of joy regardless of what I see because I know the Saviour lives within me. Amen. And he's teaching and leading me in triumphant victory. Jen, he's leading you in triumphant victory. God's just highlighting you right now. He is leading you in triumphant victory. It's like I see this, this parade going before you. Yeah, these banners. And he's saying that the banner over you is love. And there's a, there's a love banner that is going over you, leading you in triumphant victory. Because you love the way the world does not understand love. Hallelujah. Leading you in triumphant victory. Bless the Lord. Let's get back here. Bless you with that, Jen. Displays of His love. Hallelujah. Displays of His love experienced and displays of His love released through your life. Amen. Mighty displays of the love of God pouring into you and pouring through you in this hour. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Incline your ear and submit and consent to the divine will. Oh, come on, guys. Incline your ear and submit and consent to His divine will. And come to me. Hear and your soul will revive. People are looking for revival. Where is it? Come on, it's right in this scripture here right now. Amen. And your soul will revive and will make an everlasting, and I will make an everlasting covenant or league with you, even the sure mercy, kindness, goodwill, and compassion promised to David. Praise God. Are you thirsty? The first thing for us to do, church, is to recognize our thirst. We'll never be satisfied with what the world has to offer because you've been born for more. You're not of this world anymore. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of His dear Son. That's why if there's any dissatisfaction, that's why. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord. Mm -mm. We know the story of Martha and Mary and Martha was troubled with a lot of things and you know we get troubled with a lot of things but what Mary did was she sat at his feet and she absorbed every revelation that was being released out of his heart she chose the better thing we're choosing the better thing because we're here today amen and it's a good message it's a powerful message but you know I do hear so often it's a powerful message 
But my response to it, even though I, 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 I appreciate encouragement and I appreciate, and I think we need to encourage one another even more. That's why we gather together. So we can be encouraged in this time. Yeah? Yeah? But you know, a message is only as good as the fruit that comes from it. Really. Yeah? It's only as powerful as the empowering comes from it as we step into it and as we take it and as we look at the scripture and we we come to the scriptures with reverential fear and this morning we're coming to Isaiah 55, 1 to 3 and we actually begin to take it and we digest it. Yeah? We take it and we, and we, we, we call it our own. Someone say, God's speaking to me. You see, this word is spirit and it's life to those that find it. But we steward it. We take it, we eat it. You know, when we take natural food, we take it, we eat it, we nourish our bodies with it, we digest it and it becomes flesh in our life. But we, So we take this word. If you just took that one scripture this morning and you just took it home and you just meditated on it and you just made it your own, you, be, you eat it, you digest it and it becomes flesh in your life. What does it do? It produces what it's sent to produce. And this word this morning is coming to produce a hunger in the body of Christ so revival can break forth in your world, in your life. We've been singing to the sons and daughters, but do you know something? The parents have got to carry this. Don't expect the next generation to pick up what you're not willing to pick up. You know, don't just go and do your own thing, young people. You just go and do your own thing and get married and have kids and then expect them to serve God unless you've served God before them. And that means making the choices that He requires you to make. And some of that might be sacrifice. You want a partner? Ask God about your partner. Don't think you know better than Him. Amen? Because you don't. And I can boldly say that. Don't think you do. I'm fighting for you. The generations before you are fighting for you that you be here now. Oh, it's just Pastor Kim. She's been here for years. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. But don't be familiar with the calling and anointing on my life. I said, don't be familiar with it because you're family and you are family, but don't get familiar with it. I've got to remind myself daily not to be familiar with my call and anointing on my life. I was ministering to thousands this week, guys. And I'm standing there thinking, what the heck is going on? What am I doing? I never asked for this. Cringe, fear, don't want to do it. Oh, shakarambrastehede. I know who I am in the flesh, but I know who I am in the spirit. And I need to know who I am in the Spirit so that you can know who you are in the Spirit.